0: Hi, this is Jim Lundy with Aragon Research, and today I'm here with Tracy Tertirian, Nextiva's Vice President of Customer Experience and Design. Nextiva is an innovative tech company dedicated to simplifying business communications, team collaboration, and customer engagement with their Next OS, their all in one communication software that includes business phone service, CRM, analytics, chat, and surveys. At Nextiva, Tracy's role is to design highly engaging and innovative digital customer experiences within each product. Her team is dedicated to cultivating the customer journey that Nextiva is known for with their amazing service. Today, we're going to be talking about user experience and design. Many of our listeners are CIOs and technology executives who are overwhelmingly being asked to help improve user experience and to deliver a customer journey like the ones we see from some of the world's favorite brands. Tracy is going to talk to us today about her journey in design and Nextiva's heavy focus on user experience and then how leaders can implement these strategies in their own enterprise. So Tracy, let's kick it off with the fact that you've been with Nextiva for a year. What did Nextiva do before you got there?
1: Like so many other organizations, Jim, Nextiva wasn't using its designers to their full potential. Before I joined the team, the designers were embedded into the engineering group and working in product silos. And UX design, while highly valued, wasn't really being performed. Designers were focused on graphical user interface layout, or GUI, which essentially is making screens look pretty.
0: Okay, well, you talked about some terms like GUI, UX, and experience design, and and quite frankly, I hear these terms often, you know, almost like every week. What's the difference between true design and just making screens look pretty?
1: I think that Steve Jobs probably said it best when he said, most people make the mistake of thinking that design is what it looks like. People think that it's just a veneer and that designers are handed this box and told to make it look good. That's not what design is. It's not just what it looks and feels like. Design is actually how it works. In Xdiva, we see experience in design to be the sum of many parts that make up our promise of amazing service. Now our design team works directly with product managers, engineers, and business executives up front. Their job is to ask why. Design is now part of the conversation that asks, are we solving the right problems rather than just making screens look visually appealing?
0: So as a result, how has Nextiva changed its approach to design?
1: The two core things we have done are reorganized our design team and started evidence-based design. Our designers now operate within a central hub to collaborate upfront in the problem-solving space. Within evidence-based design, we are now responsible for gathering data about our users and using that data to make great decisions as a team. For example, now our designers can collaborate with each other and create common components, Together, we can zoom out and focus on the bigger user journey together and then break down the design work into sprints that we can deliver a seamless and personalized experience for our users across all the products. So we go out into the field, we interview customers, we identify their needs or jobs to be done, and we bring that information back to the product team to make good decisions upfront. We've also implemented techniques such as design thinking, rapid prototyping, and we created a user testing foundation to test out our designs early.
0: Great. Now, can you walk me through the new organization of your team and how it's improving design at Nextiva?
1: Sure. It's our belief that there is no one design unicorn. And over the last year, we've collected a talent pool made up of many different skill sets, which in my experience is the only way to build the level of sophistication that our customers are looking for. For example, At Nextiva, our design team has three unique contributor roles. First are our UX researchers. These folks are responsible for evidence-based design. They're skilled at discovering what users want and testing out the prototypes and ideas with them. Second are the UX architects. They create the blueprints for the design. They are our usability experts. UX architects use rapid prototyping tools to visualize and iterate designs with the product team quickly. Finally, the third role is the creative designers. This role is what an interior designer is to a home. They rule the nitty-gritty, thoughtful details and elevate the design from just useful or usable to delightful.
0: Great. So, Tracy, what's your take on design thinking, and what does that mean to you?
1: Well, Jim, design thinking is a process for human-centered, creative problem solving. And we use design thinking all the time at Nextiva now, and it's been wildly successful for us in many ways. First of all, it's a fast and efficient approach for us to quickly innovate, and within a couple of days, we're able to bring together our product managers, designers, business leaders, and engineers to co-create and validate new ideas. And at the end of these day or two long sessions, we all walk away aligned and bought into the solution. So for us, it's a win-win. It's fast, it fosters innovation, and it creates alignment. Okay.
0: That's a good take. What about the key elements that define a great experience?
1: At Nextiva, we define great experience as being useful, usable, and delightful. For instance, no matter how beautiful a product is, if it doesn't do its core job, it's failed. Let me give you an example. Within NextOS, users can view customer sentiment based on color. Red depicts a potentially angry customer, while green means they're happy, and there's a full spectrum in between. We've made this information easy to understand, and we surface it as soon as a call comes in. It's simple. But if we didn't deliver that information at the right time,
0: it simply wouldn't be useful. So, in a follow-up, how are you making NextOS delightful? Great question.
1: I think what I just mentioned before is a really good example, and let me dive deeper. One of the many things we're working on is using artificial intelligence, along with customer sentiment, to predict the satisfaction score and surface it very quickly and we believe it's a much better predictor than the industry standard net promoter score used today. NextOS users are able to predict and understand whether an individual customer is happy or angry, satisfied or unsatisfied before the call comes in and before the customer has reported that they were not satisfied. NextOS customers are finding this especially delightful because it allows them to train customer support and sales reps on how to best respond. For instance, a call center agent can see the score in a simple color coding next to the customer's name when the call comes in. And they can click to drill down to see more context and history behind that score. This arms the customer service reps with all the relevant interactions a customer has had with the company and arms them with that right out of the gate so that they can choose, for example, a de-escalating response and greeting, such as, hello, Mrs. Jones, I see that you may be having a problem with your service. Let me assure you that we are working hard to solve this. Here is what's happening.
0: Okay, that's great. So for someone that wants to implement a user experience or UX practice into their firm, what are some of the roadblocks you would suggest that they need to avoid?
1: At Nextiva, the first roadblock we removed was opinion-based design. Everyone has opinions, but what matters more is feedback from our users. Spending too much time trying to guess what they want can result in overthinking or possibly even solving the wrong problems. So we ask why loudly and often now. The second big roadblock, which I have to admit I've fallen victim to from time to time, is letting perfect get in the way of the good. Mark Twain said it much more eloquently than I when he said, continuous improvement is better than delayed perfection. And designers can be notorious for wanting to perfect a design. Nothing's perfect. The key is to get the job done right and get the product to market, and then let's continuously improve it. Third, prototyping in fast, inexpensive ways and test with users quickly. Don't invest months or even years building out functionality without ever putting your design in front of a user. For instance, according to a study, user testing early on can identify 80% of usability issues up front before even a line of code is written. This eliminates a ton of rework later.
0: Great. So, Tracy, as an executive, what advice can you give to the other executives that are listening to this podcast on how to start this journey? Where do they start?
1: First, educate yourself. There are so many amazing resources available on design today. One of my favorites is the book, Org Design for Design Orgs, published by O'Reilly. It's a great resource for organizations that really want to build a design team and institutionalize a design-centered culture in their organization. Another great resource is the Design Management Institute and I've also found podcasts and YouTube to be helpful, and I'm a little bit of a junkie now. Some of my favorites are Design Matters with Debbie Millman, Design Better by Envision, and the YouTube channel called High Resolution. Second, hire a design leader with hands-on experience in the industry, someone who knows how to identify talent and can have a seat at your executive table. Ask for a portfolio and have them show you how they would do it. Don't punt and just promote a creative person from your team that you think could stretch. Finally, be customer obsessed.
0: Well, that's great. So thank you for your amazing insight, Tracy. And, you know, we're still at the beginning of the people-centric collaboration journey. As more providers innovate, buyers are going to get the benefit of more intelligent offerings. And thanks to improved user experience and design, they'll get access to offerings that are more beautiful, intuitive, useful, and as Tracy said, even delightful. So if you'd like to learn more about Nextiva, you can do so on their website at nextiva.com. This podcast is going to be available there and also uh, on aragonresearch.com and also on both Google Play and iTunes. Tracy, thank you very much today for joining us and for sharing your wisdom and your insight. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, everybody.